Thank you. So just to end off the evening, I'm going to talk about what UKSIP's going to do now, because we've been working really hard to get these projections out. For anybody who's been around us for the last six weeks, you'll know it's just been hectic in the office. Um, so now we're all taking a, a deep breath and moving on from here. So from here, um, the user guidance is our, our main objective, um, looking at updating it based on uh, experience of how people are using the projections. And there's going to be sections that people find complex. And there might be section, sections in the user guidance that we haven't explained as well as could be explained. So based on user feedback and working with people, we're going to start expanding on those sections that are complex, trying to make them more understandable, and basically trying to improve our user guidance. There will be new products and UKCP09 extras that become available. There are a few products that still aren't available, like some of the marine outputs. Those are due in about September. So when those products become available, there'll be a user guidance associated with that as well. Um, there's always new FAQs coming up. Um, these are mostly arising out of the query process. We spoke earlier about the contest, contact us section where you can just fill out a simple web form, it gets sent to us, and we'll endeavor to get back to you as quickly as possible. So all of those queries are being logged, and from that we'll be writing new FAQs to go onto the user guidance. There'll also be case studies of use. We're hoping to work with a lot of users on them producing case studies of how people are actually using this information. It's very easy to theorize about how you could use the information, but if you actually sit down with a user and start using it, that's a very useful process for us and for them. And there'll also inevitably be new inappropriate uses. There are a few inappropriate uses we've already highlighted on the website, but with information this complex and this state of the art, there's going to be people who use it wrongly. And um, those we'll try and update and add to on our website so that you know exactly what you can and can't do with the new scenarios. In terms of the case study process, we, um, in the run-up to launch, as Roger said, created a number of case studies using a very limited amount of dummy data. This was fictitious data and it was very limited. We only gave users one time period, one emission scenario, one location. And they had to be very inventive with that data and basically theorize about how they might use it. So those are already available on our website for people to look at. They can look at how other people have thought about using ukcp 9 But the next step is to turn these worked examples into actual case studies of people who have used the actual data now and to see if their worked example process actually works or if it's fundamentally flawed and they need to look at using the data in a different way. So that's, that's the immediate process from here. And then there's um, development of new case studies. And we've had interest far and wide in developing new case studies. Um, we've already got a long list of people who want to develop these case studies. And for them, it's, it's useful because we'll sit down with them and help them to use it. And um, for us, it's useful because we then get to see how people are using the information and we can update our guidance. So that is going to be a long-term project over the, at least the next 18 months or so. Then there's the UKCP09 extras. For those of you who've used UKCP02, you'll know there's a number of extras that came out as a um, result of UKCP02. So in, in the same way, in response to users, we're going to be creating extras in UKCP09. We've already, through the help desk process, had a number of people um, requesting UKCP09 extras. Because there's things in there that we haven't delivered to users that they might find very important. 
So if you use UKCP09 and you find that there's something that you need that we're not providing, then send it into the help desk and it'll get logged as a potential extra that'll then get looked at. Some possible extras we've already considered are things like framing UKCP09 within the global temperature context and um, producing probability maps at certain temperature changes or certain variable levels of change. So say two degree change across the UK, what is that probability level of two degree change at each grid square? And the list keeps growing day by day. We get phone calls every day and I say log it into the, the help desk and we'll consider it as an extra. Then there's a user panel. Um, the user panel has been a tremendous help to us in the run-up to the launch. Um, for the last two years, we've had a group of about 35 stakeholders from a variety of different backgrounds. We've been meeting on a sort of quarterly basis, um, and they've helped us with every aspect of, of delivering the new projections, things that they really want, driving forward processes of the things that the stakeholders really want from the new projections. And they've made a real difference in what we've delivered today. And we hope that that's made it more user-friendly for everybody who's using it. From launch onwards, we're going to carry on with the user panel, but it's going to have a slightly different focus. So now we're looking at how people are actually using it. So we want real users on the user panel. Whereas up until now, we've had a mixture of scientists, some CEOs, some people who um, are going to be using it. But now we might have to change that composition so that we've got real actual users on the user panel. And it also might mean that we have subgroups of people who have similar sectoral interests or similar um, sophistication in use that work together and they help each other and feed off each other. Um, we've already had a number of volunteers to be on this new user panel. Um, I say this in fear and trepidation, but if you feel that you should be on the user panel, then drop us an email and we'll consider you as a member when we start the new composition. The next meeting we're hoping to hold in, hold in autumn when um, the whole launch process settles down a bit. But from then, they'll be very useful in informing the use of the projections. Um, updating UK SIP's other tools, it, we don't just provide projections. UK SIP have a number of different tools that help um, organizations and individuals adapt to climate change. And all of these tools were centered around UK SIP 02. Now we've got these new projections, so we realize that we need to start updating these other tools as well. We had a, a consultation with experts and it was a number of years ago now, but in the context of UKCP09 and did we need to update the socioeconomic scenarios. But we've also set up work groups from here onwards to look at updating the adaptation wizard and the risk framework. And the other tools will come with time as well. And we'll start updating them in terms of UKCP09. So it's quite a long process from here, but it's an exciting road. And what happens after UKCP09? Well, everyone says, is there going to be a new set of projections? What should we do from here? Start using UKCP09. DEFRA are going to review the whole process, um, how the stakeholders react to, to the projections, how we involve the stakeholders in producing the projections, and then start to think about um, what further information is needed to aid decision-making in the UK. Um, DEFRA's goal is for a UK adapting well to climate change. So what inf whatever information is needed for that goal is something that they will consider to start looking at in the future. But UKCP09 is new and fresh, and this is where we should be going from here. 